0: Welcome to the Harlan Highway. It Highway. sucks you in. You make us feel important. You are important. My name is Doctor Tina, and I'm going to kill you. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Hey, hey, hey! It's the Harlan Highway, and uh, oh my gosh, I, uh, I put a little uh, thing out there last week. And I said to the ladies, I said, Ladies, call my answering machine. Tell me how you'd woo me, how you'd take me on a date, how you would romance me, how you would sway me, seduce me, whatever. Hello! <laughs> and we got some great messages, man. Oh, I, I just want to go out with all these girls. Let's roll them, man. Hey, Harlan, for our hot date, what I'd first do is probably take you out for some really great Mexican food. Then to an avalanche game. And then you'd have to go to Red Bistro Square with me and do shots of vodka and eat pickles until we (laughs) puked. Oh, yes. Now that is romance. Eating pickles till you puke. Oh, baby, bring it on. Now that's a date. I'll bring the barf bags. You bring the Bix pickles. Oh, classic. What else we got? Harland, I've got a great idea for our first date. You, me, Scarlett Johansson, and a trampoline. Keep it simple. <laughs> okay, I'll keep it simple. Yes, I'm in. Simple enough? That is a lot of bouncing. Wow, that's like dropping pumpkins onto an air mattress. How Hi, Harland. If we were to go on a date... I'd be the nurse, you'd be the doctor, and you'd give me a breast exam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it, nurse. It's pronounced hello. Wow. Get me to a hospital, baby. Hello. Hi, Harlan. This is Steve. Well first of all, for our date we gotta go to a show at the Buell. It's gotta be a musical, alright? And then after that we go for some really nice drinks, maybe somewhere like J.R.'s. I don't know. Maybe I might not much of a drinker. I might just have to go back to my place. See ya Harlan. End of new messages. No, that's more like End of gay messages. I mean, come on, dude. I appreciate the offer, but I'm not gay. Are you gay? I don't know. Come on, dude. You can tell me. Maybe. I mean, do you like men? I don't know. Okay. Do you like women? I don't know. How about hermaphrodites? I don't know. Okay. Well, call me back when you do know, okay? See you, Harlan. Hi, Harlan. This is Bambi. I was thinking maybe me, you, my place, can of whipped cream. I'll make you love, Denver. Hell no. Hi, Harlan. If we were to go on a date, I would take you to the farmer's market for our date. That way you could check out my melons and I could squeeze your tomatoes. Thanks. Hope you want to go on a date. Oh no. Ha ha. Awesome messages, everybody. Thanks for calling into the Harlan Highway. Keep them coming. Love, love. Adios. Mwah. Hello. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Wow, the ladies. the ladies. Who says romance is dead? Who says it's gone? Right? Did you hear those, those fire foxes? <laughs> and that one dude. Looking for some man love? Sorry, Pops, you're barking up the wrong wrong lemon tree for that, but I appreciate appreciate the call, I guess. It's good to be loved, you know? We can just keep it mental, doesn't have to get physical, but uh, how about puking with pickles and jumping up and down with Scarlett Johansson (laughs) on a trampoline and cans of whipped cream and... Going to the farmer's market and squeezing melons? Good Lord. You ladies. They always say ladies are worse than men when it comes to sex. Sometimes when I listen to my answering machine, I think it might be true. Now, for those of you ladies out there who who want to describe to me what a date would be like with you, if you want to lay a little romance on me, Without getting too graphic. um, I'm going to give you a number to call. And (laughs) I don't know. Dare I give out this number? (laughs) Dare I let you ladies, you crazy ladies, try and woo me some more? I think we have to. Those calls are so much fun. (laughs) I want to take every single one of them up on the date because each one of them sounded fun. <laughs> All right, here it is. 323-215-1486. Three, two, three, two, one, one, Ready? Grab a pen. I'm giving you time. Get your cell phone out. Put in uh, new additions or whatever the hell <laughs> you put in your cell phone. Here it is. Three, two, three. 215 1486. 323 215 1486. Leave me a message. Don't get too long with it. I'm talking about a date, not a lifetime commitment. Alright? So describe what your date with me would like, what you would do with me, what would you what you would do to me, where we would go, <laughs> what, what we would see. God, I'm choking up here. I'm so excited. And if we like it, we'll put it on the air. And even if we don't like it, we might put it on the podcast here at the Harland Highway. Um, but dating is fun, isn't it? How many of you date out there still? Some of you might be married. But, hey, you might be dating on the side if I know my uh, 2010s. Um. I'm talking about the year. I didn't mean that was the age of the people you're dating. Um, But dating is uh, interesting. This is for the single guys listening, I guess. This is some good news. I read an article in a magazine the other day that said the ladies are back into cute stuff again. They're back into the cute. Apparently, this article said that the ladies are back into chocolates and Mickey Mouse and flowers and all that stuff. And so I'm out at a, at a club the other night, and I'm 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 looking around. I see a real hottie over on the uh, on the other side of the bar, and I'm thinking, okay, okay, yeah, I'll try this cute approach—the uh, flowers and the chocolate and the Mickey Mouse and all that crap. So I motor over, right? I saunter across the bar, right? I walk right up to her. I look at her right in the eyes, deep penetrating stare. I just hold her gaze. I look deep, deep, deep into her eyes and I say, hey, how's it going? Oh, uh, could I buy a drink or something? Right? The whole Mickey Mouse thing, right? And I'm like, I got her. That's, I, I must have her, right? She just looked right back at me, right? Slowly raised her middle finger and was like. Okay, okay. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I guess I should have brought some chocolates. Okay, flowers. Okay, I'm leaving. God, that chick's making that gay guy look good right now. So much for the cute approach, huh? Wow. And guys, do you find, you know, they always say that, that, and this is a saying, ladies, you probably know it, but us guys all know this saying. And it's a confusing saying, but sometimes there's reality to it. Girls love a guy that treats them like crap. And when I first heard this thing, I was like, no, what? What are you, crazy? Who wants to be treated like crap? Especially a beautiful, gentle woman. A little flower blowing in the field. Treated like crap? Excuse me? I have four sisters. None of them were treated like crap. But then, you know, I live around Hollywood, and there's a ton of beautiful women here. I think the most beautiful women in the world all come here at some point, even if it's for a week or a a year. All the best hotties come here thinking, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be famous just on my looks. I don't care if I can screw in a light bulb. I don't care if I can talk. I don't care what I smell like. As long as I look beautiful, I'm going to be famous. So they come here, give it a shot, and after, you know, whatever, whatever amount of time, they go home. My point is, I have met a lot of girls that are with guys that treat them like crap, you know? And I have to say, I've been in a relationship before where I've never treated a woman like crap. But I remember being in a few instances with girls that were a little problematic. And, you know, they were confrontational and they liked to fight and whatnot. And normally I'm a rational guy. I like to talk things out and communicate and not get uh, amped up. You know, try to be respectful. But this one individual I was with at one point in time was just so so whacked that there were a couple occasions where I just dropped all the decorum and I abandoned uh, all gentlemanliness and I wasn't mean or vile or violent or an ass, but I did just go, you know what, this person is looking for a fight. They want a fight. And so I I just kind of let down my guard on on being a gentleman, you know, and I just kind of rolled along with being like, yeah, whatever, yeah, okay, well why don't ya? You know, like you know what I mean it was it wasn't being mean, but it was like attitude. And it was like calling her bluff. It was like, oh yeah, you want to get out of the car and walk home? Get what get out of the car and walk home. I'll see you later. Hope you don't get uh, hit by a steamroller. Screw you. You know what I mean? They, they were setting the tone, the energy, the anger. And so, although it's not characteristic of me, I decided just as an experiment or just because I was fed up with this person to reciprocate their own attitude and re- deflect it back on them. It's not who I am, but I decided that's what I was going to do. And... <coughs> excuse you. Um... And somehow they they seem to respond to it in a positive way, which scared me. They seemed to like it. They seemed to like kind of the attitude and being bossed around and told off and not dealing with rational conversation and communication. It was it, it was almost like they were getting off on it or it attracted them more. And I thought, is this that whole bad boy thing? Because any guy can just be a bad boy and a prick. If that's what you ladies want, we have no problem. We can be that if you want that. But I thought we were at a place where Oprah and Dr. Phil had finally taught us how to treat a lady like a lady. Well, in my case, my mother taught me that. I have to give my mother thanks. One of the things my mother said to me growing up And when you're a kid, even when I was a kid, I kind of got it. I have to say, I guess I was going to I was going to discount it. But, you know, my mother always used to say, Harland, always be polite. Always be polite. A lady, a woman will always love a polite man. And, you know, I'm single. I'm in my 40s. But boy, am I polite. Thank you very much. You're welcome. May I get that door for you, supermodel? Thank you. You're welcome. Would you like to go on a date? Screw you, creep. Thank you. You're welcome. You're very polite. Thank you. You're too polite, loser. (laughs) But I don't know. Some of you girls out there, man, I, I believe it now that I've seen it. As I've gotten a little older... And I've, I've bumped into some of you girls. You do like it when a guy treats you like crap. Well, let me just say that probably has something to do with low self-esteem or something. Because you know what? No one should be treated like crap. And no one should treat another person like crap. If you are into being treated like crap, get your head examined. Get a new relationship. And believe me, there's enough people out there that like to treat people well and decent and respectful. So get your act together and find someone who wants you to be their little cinnamon angel. There, there's my, there's my relationship counseling for the day. Let's get off of this and... Uh, Let's see if we uh we got some more uh, phone calls out there we can listen to. This is kind of fun. Let's see what other uh messages we have. Let's see uh w- what else people are uh are talking about to the old Harster on the Harland Highway today. Hey everybody, welcome to the Harland Highway and uh what a fun topic I have for you here. Uh, you know, last week I told—I I got all personal on your asses. Then I told a dangerous sex story. Yeah, I—I I, I conveyed the story of the time I had sex on a dining room table, and right at the moment—that magical moment—we <laughs> smashed right through the middle of it, right to the floor, <laughs> right during the magical moment. <laughs> So I put out the call, and I asked you people to call my uh, message machine with some of your stories about reckless and dangerous sex moments, and listen to some of the calls we got. Uh, Yeah, you said dangerous sex. How about um, 115 feet underwater, limited air supply. Um, Had total downtime of five minutes, but the uh, sex took 10 and uh, if we had to decompress, I a good crowd. All right. Was it just me, or did it sound like that guy was in a decompression chamber still while he was talking to me? 115 feet underwater, five minutes worth of air, and they were down there having sex. <laughs> 20,000 leagues beneath the sea. And it took them 10. Dude, that is that is life-threatening sex, there, Jacques Cousteau. Uh, I hope she was good. Maybe next time, just spring for a water bed or something. All right. Who else we got here? Hey, Harlan. Um, I have a funny sex story. Me and my ex husband were going at it one day. We thought our 18-month-old son was sleeping, and all of a sudden, I wake up and he's on the back of his dad, riding him like he's a horse. <laughs> kind of ruined the whole moment. Bye. Ha <laughs> Hey-oh, Silverway! What do you mean, ruin the moment for you? What about your kid, man? <laughs> your son's going to be demented for the rest of his life. What's going to happen to your kid when he watches a Western movie? Or, uh, you know, he goes to the fair and sees uh, the horses. Or the Santa Claus parade and the horses come down. Or a police horse. You've given this kid barnyard sex dementia for the rest of his life. <laughs> Either that or go buy him a little cowboy outfit so next time he climbs on board he can you know, do some cowboy yells. Yeah! Ha! Go mommy, go daddy. Ha! All right, who else we got here? This is getting good. Okay, <laughs> um, I had this woman, and she was, um, you know, using her hand, and uh, it was going really good, feeling really nice, and when that time of eruption came, I gave myself a wall shift. I was like, okay, interesting. It was all over my glasses, and that's the most embarrassing story I have. And my name is Bane. Okay, three things come to mind here, buddy. First of all, cut down on the protein bars, okay? Something's a little too strong. Uh, B... Uh, that must have been one of the most interesting trips to lens crafters I've ever seen. I wouldn't want to be the guy working there. And, C, I love it how uh, it, you uh, tell us it's the most embarrassing story of your life, and then at the end, you give us your name. That's the most embarrassing story I have, and my name is Bane. Okay, Bane, we'll make sure we don't tell anyone who you are because we wouldn't want your embarrassing story to get out and everyone know it was you. Oh, well, you're a good sport. Keep on looking at life through rose-colored glasses or whatever color you're looking at life through your glasses. Hey, you know, maybe it was a godsend that old Bane was wearing his glasses. He, you know, he could you'll take an eye out, kid. Oh boy, there it was. The Red Rider triple revolver BB gun. Every childhood kid's dream. Hey, you'll take an eye out, kid. Remember that from a Christmas story? <laughs> Here's old Bane. And not only does Bane uh, give up his name, but it's not like he's got a generic name like Larry or Michael or Bob. His name's Bane. I've never met a Bane in my life. If I'm listening to a podcast or the radio or whatever, and I hit hear the name Bane, I could probably narrow it down to one guy. I'm sure all of you will only meet one guy named Bane your whole life. So wherever you are, if you know a Bane that's the guy right there. Old uh, Ejaculation Eye Bane, they call him. That's his CB handle. Oh, God, that's fun. You know what? I'm, I'm going to put it out there again. What the hell? I'm just having so much fun with your calls today. Um, if you want to tell me a dangerous sex story... If you want to tell me about a time you got caught somewhere you shouldn't have, or you were trying something new, or you got stuck together, or you slammed it in an elevator door, or somebody accidentally filmed you on a security camera, or a donkey bit your ass in the middle of it, I want you to call me and share your story. Don't be shy. These people weren't shy. I told you about my dining room table adventure. I'm not shy. So, don't get all uh, angelic on me, folks. I know you all do it. Uh, you know, unless you're a priest. And even then, I got my suspicions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my eye. God damn. Uh, Lord, thank you. Um. So, here it is 323 1486. Write it down. Stop having sex right now. And write down this number, 323-215-1486. Share with us your dangerous sex stories. (laughs) I can't wait, man. And don't BS me. Don't make them up. I'll I'll know if you're, like, winging it, okay? Trust me. I, I do improv for a living, all right? I know when people are BSing me. I know when you're making it up. Unless you're Wayne Brady calling in and you're from that show Whose Line Is It Anyways and you're really good at improvising and BSing, you know, okay, you might slip one by me, Wayne Brady. But you regular folks, don't don't go pulling any uh don't go spinning any yarns. Don't start trying to get clever. Don't don't pick up a an issue of a penthouse forum and just start reading a letter. Okay. I'll know. We'll, we'll all know if you're faking it. Um, but do share so much fun. Three, two, three, two, one, five, one, four, eight, six. And, uh, God, I wonder, I guess this is an odd question to ask, but I wonder if anybody's ever had sex while listening to me talking, doing the Harland Highway. I can't imagine it would be much of a sex aid. But, you know, you always hear hear those stories, like back in the day when Johnny Carson was doing The Tonight Show, and then, I guess Leno, but uh, Leno's got that, that voice. Yeah, how's he going? You know? Like, Johnny at least had a... Uh, it is so, uh, horny in here. I, uh, I had sex with the window ledge. Uh. But Jay's got that. Yeah, how's it going there? Yeah, they got the thing and, uh, oh, what's that? Is that is doggy style there? You know, I can't, I can't see someone making love to that. But anyways, you know, they always say that people made love watching The Tonight Show and watching Conan and, you know, because the TV's in the bedroom and it's late and maybe you got a boring guest doing panel or a crappy band or a lousy comic and you're like, eh, might as well go down on my wife. It's a lot better than the jokes as lame comedians spitting out, you know? So I wonder if that's a possibility. That kind of creeps me out. Don't be having sex while you're listening to to the Harland Highway. Cause chances are you're you're listening to me on your iPod, right? Or your MP3 player, and that means you've got like earplugs in. And that that cuts out one of your your senses. Cause the best sex is probably when all your senses are on high alert. You know, you're you're hearing, your vision, you're smelling, you're touching, you're tasting, everything's going. it's a it's a peak peak alert peak peak whatever. peekaboo. there, i didn't know what to say so i said peekaboo and <laughs> i got out of it, but not really. i'm all flustered cuz i'm talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> And I want you to be talking about sex. So call me and uh, let's share your stories. I think this will be fun. And if you're going to have sex while you're watching TV, why don't you do it while you're watching like uh, Big Cat Diaries on the Discovery Channel? You know? That's, That's animal sex right there. You know, you're having sex while you watch like seven lions pull a zebra down and eat it from the ass forward. That's raw animal sex who oh, do it again oh who's my little zebra Arr! I am daddy I am Arr! call me king of the forest Arr! Ooh, you're the king of the forest Arr! okay that's disgusting you know if you Ever planned on having sex to my show? That right there, that whole zebra-lion disgusting bit, probably just killed any desire. You know, that that was the equivalent of a bucket of ice water just being dumped on your privates, okay? But that's what happens here on the Harland Highway. You just never know where it's going to go. So call me, 323-215-1486 here on the Harland Highway. And you know what? I'm I'm having so much fun listening to your calls and all this dangerous sex that's happening. Uh, isn't it? I don't know if you like it. I'm having a blast. This this is just fascinating to find out some people were having sex and their their eight-month-old baby was riding on their back. I just picture that, that big killer whale at SeaWorld and that... that that shark attendant riding around on the back of the of Shamu while Shamu's jumping in the air for mackerel guts and beach balls and well, you just picture that little kid standing on his dad's back holding onto the hair, just riding him like a rodeo bull. Yeah. Well, I can't get enough, man. I, I'm sorry. I'm 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 gonna play some more. We're going to close out the show today, the Harlan Highway, in a dangerous style. Here we go. Let's play some more dangerous sex voicemails from you. Don't forget to call me, 323-215-1468, if you want to have yours heard on the air. And thanks for dropping in, everybody. Great to have you. We're having a blast. Um, we'll catch you next time here on the Harland Highway podcast. Now... Go settle in, take your clothes off, and listen to these naughty voicemails. Chicken chow mein, baby. Hey, 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 you're rolling down the Harland Highway with me, Harland Williams. I talked about how I crashed right through a dining room table once and hit the floor hard. And I've asked some of you to call in and tell me your dangerous sex stories. Hey, I don't think I can top the uh, falling through the table, but I did get caught. Uh, I was uh, out fishing and uh, having sex on a picnic table, and a uh, state patrol walked up on me and caught me. Just thought I'd let you know. Later. Hey, well, thanks for letting us know, man. I'll make sure to uh, disinfect the next time I go for a picnic. I mean, you're lucky uh, Yogi Bear didn't walk up on you with boo-boo. Hey, Yogi Bear here. Gosh, Yogi, what position is that? I don't know, but it looks like Old faithful to me. Hey, gosh, Yogi. (laughs) Who else we got here? Um, It wasn't me, but a friend of mine happened to um, be in the act, and uh, her head (laughs) got caught in the ceiling fan above her boyfriend's bed. Needless to say, she bounced off the ceiling fan a few times with her head. Thought that was pretty funny, yeah. Wow, man. Ceiling fan injuries while having sex. I mean, they they were either up in a bunk bed or they were doing it Cirque du Soleil style, man. How do you hit your head in the ceiling fan? Unless this chick's like nine feet tall. But the main thing is it's good to know that it wasn't this girl. It was her friend, right? It wasn't me, but a friend of mine. Okay, well, I'm glad your friend, Wank Wank, is okay. Maybe you could uh, send us a picture of your forehead just so we can uh, inspect it for ceiling fan blade scars. Next message Hey, my name is Jerry Seymour. I work at Target. Uh, I had a girl come in with me for an interview. We ended up in the closet, and, uh, well, she didn't get the job. The boss walked in. Now, I'm not talking no more, but. <laughs> I work at Target, he says. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. In the closet, doing an interview, and the boss walks in. I like the way he kind of revealed the whole story and then decided at the end he ain't going to talk no more. No, I'm not talking no more, (laughs) but It's too late, dude. You gave us the story. You gave us your name. I mean what else happened? Did the did the boss join in? Is there you're making it sound like there's more to this? Next message. Hey Harlan, I was caught in between the seats and had to have the fire department pull me out, doing it in the back seat, setting with with my body in between the front seats of a Volkswagen bug, All windows fall doing everything, and I'd have the fire department get me out. Tell me if you can top that one. And I was 17 years old, and the woman I was doing was 35. You tell me what's wrong with that program. Okay, I will. <laughs> You're doing a 35 year old woman in a Volkswagen Beetle? I-, I-, I don't know how much class that woman has, dude. Might have been nicer if you are doing it in a Lincoln Town car. But any uh, mature woman that would do it in a Volkswagen Beetle, huh, I got to wonder where the hell you picked her up. That's what's wrong with your program there, buddy. But you keep on playing your harmonica. Keep the stories coming. Your darkest sex secrets here on the Harland Highway. You tell me what's wrong with that program.